You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. Oh, there's one in every crowd. Ever been to Yellowstone? Yes, long time ago. Okay, did you see the geyser, Old Faithful? Uh-huh. You know what a geyser is? Yeah. My brother tells... Oh, hi. Right. Yeah. Yes, I do know what it is. I've never been. My brother says it's going to explode in the next 200,000 years and we're all going to die. Well, That's whole, what he told me in Vegas this the weekend. Whole park, the whole park is like a big volcano. Yeah, it's a super volcano, yeah, right? But, okay. but Old Faithful, it's called Old Faithful because it goes off like every hour or so. Mm-hmm. Right. And when it does, it's steam and boiling water. Which is why when a Colorado man left what's called the boardwalk, where you're allowed to go and take pictures, to go up to Old Faithful oh, to pee into it. No. Two park rangers started yelling at him. And one of the park rangers sounds like she's been on the job for a while. I don't even know what to say. Get on the boardwalk! What, oh, what my gosh, what an idiot. That lady right there is a park ranger. He is completely ignoring her. His back is turned. He is starting to pee into the geyser. Oh, one third. Oh. Hey, dude, get back over here! He was arrested. Well, yeah. Wait, what were those sound effects? Were those actual sound effects, or were those <laughs> maybe were those added in? Maybe maybe something from Austin Powers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was so. What happened? Did, they, did the geyser actually go off? Please tell me. It no, did. it did not. Damn but it. you would you would hope that if you're going to be that stupid, right? And and I don't know that he was out there trying to get selfies or exactly what or just being an idiot. Boy, well, this and is he, me peeing an old. What a god! What? I wish it would have gone off. I, I wish know. it would have gone off, and then I wish a grizzly bear would have ate it. Which is what? terrible, but a at bunch the same of the time. people in the crowd thought he was going to jump, which is why they were panicking and caught the uh, park rangers over there. Okay, well, then, yeah. Then when it became apparent that that wasn't the case, and that he was, you know, trying to Yellowstone up Yellowstone, right? That's when they kind of went crazy and said, you know. But even the park rangers were like, "We're not going out there. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll so yell dangerous. at you from here." God dang it! So they okay. No matter how the rest of your day goes, whether or not you travel into Walmart and something odd happens or you just have a normal day, you've got that to look back on and go, at least I didn't do that. Hey, you had the story about the guy in Yellowstone who went right up to the edge of Old Faithful and, and apparently took a, took a leak inside of it. Well, he was a Yellowstone. He completely read that wrong. So this guy, he, he actually got off the boardwalk and went out there, and he was arrested. And the, and the boardwalk is safely back. I mean, yeah. people who have been at that park for years determine this is the distance. Should the geyser blow when it does, you're safe back here. Right. It's just, just an absolute moron. I went and watched the video, and it, he's even dumber when you watch the video. But I, I did uh, look up real quick for anybody else thinking about going to Yellow. And if you've never been, it is an absolutely gorgeous park. However, it can be a little dangerous. It's out in the, the wild. And there are, I found an article called 10 Ways to Die in Yellowstone. Oh, um, number great. one, says Seth MacFarlane movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Coming out next year. Uh, drowning. Uh, you know, a lot of water there, and those streams run fast and high in the spring. Uh, falling. You can, there are a lot of cliffs in Yellowstone. Uh, falling rocks or trees. Um, you can freeze to death. It gets extremely cold in Yellowstone in the wintertime. You can get scalded by a hot geyser or a hot spring. You can be dissolved 
in a hot spring. Some of them have this acid. That, yeah. And there was a guy in 2016 that thought he would take a, a soak in one of these things. I remember this story. He freaking dissolved. He died. In the hot spring. Well, it's beyond boiling water. Hello. Poison yeah. gas. Some of the hot springs emit hydrogen sulfide gas. Wildlife. You can get gored by a buffalo or eaten by a bear. Uh, there are poison plants. There's lightning. The best way to avoid dying in Yellowstone? Get on the boardwalk! Just stay on the damn boardwalk. <laughs> Do you have a favorite toy growing up? For me? Yeah. Yeah, American Girl, for sure. Well, you are going to love this list of finalists for the National Toy Hall of Fame then, Cody. Will I? There is an actual National Toy Hall of Fame. It's in Rochester, New York, and there are a whole bunch of toys that are already in the Hall of Fame. This actually looks like a really cool place to visit sometime. I want to go. Just go to their gift shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this year's finalists, and these are the finalists. There will be, as the website puts it, two or three That'll actually achieve immortality okay. in the Hall of Fame, and it's up to all of us to vote on these finalists and the top two or three vote yeah, it getters. it depends how the toys treated you growing up. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. American Girl Dolls is definitely in there. Nice. This year. I think that's a good chance of winning. Chalk. What? What? Chalk. And, and what the Toy Hall of Fame does, they will take certain items like a ball or a stick that requires a lot of imagination and creativity to enjoy, and they'll they'll throw that in there. I say no to chalk because you say chalk, and it brings up memories of school. Right. Yeah. I know that now you like sidewalk chalk's a thing. It's it has different. been for a long time, but it was. But when I was growing up, man, chalk teachers had chalk. Chalk was all business. <laughs> yes, it was. Shoots uh, and ladders. The game shoots and ladders. All right, solid choice. The Fisher Price corn popper. Oh you know that, yeah. That little push toy. Yeah, that's a fun one. <laughs> Things been around forever. Magic eight ball. That's a classic. Huh. I'm surprised that's not already in there. Undecided. Uh, Masters of the Universe toys. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, pinball. What? Pinball. Pinball's a toy? Yeah, according to the Toy Hall of Fame. That's, I, yeah, I would think that would be a... I think anytime, Again, I'm surprised it's not already in there. Anytime you had to walk somewhere or get in a car and go somewhere to do it, I'm, I'm not sure that that was a toy. A sled. The good old-fashioned wooden, <laughs> wooden sled. Okay. Okay. Tic-tac-toe. What? Right? I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, not, I love that game. My brother and I used to play I all the time. I choose the but... finalists. I'm just reading them. Tickle Me Elmo. Solid choice. I don't know. To be politically correct, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> Uno. Oh the card game Uno. All right. And lastly, and Pat, I know this is near and dear to your heart and mine, the Tudor Vibrating Electric Football Game. I love that thing. <laughs> you just spend hours setting up these plays, and then you turn it on, and it would go nowhere like you planned. <laughs> The linebacker would waltz with the tight end. They just like go in a circle. And the guy with the ball who had his left hand out and you tuck the felt ball under his right arm, he would just go like off to the right. No, don't go out of bounds. What are you doing? Oh, man. You can vote on the Toy Hall of Fame finalists. Go to our website or just toyhalloffame.org and do it before November 1st. New Country 105.1. Hey, Tom, hot Nashville minute. Just heard from Dustin Lynch and congratulations to him. He's the newest member of the Grand Ole Opry. Dustin was inducted last night, and while he knew he was getting the honor, he did not know who was going to induct him. Turns out it was his boyhood crush. Dustin has said many times growing up he had a massive thing for Reba McIntyre, and so when the time came, out she came, he burst into a big grin, and then he burst into tears. Aww. It's a really touching moment. That wasn't the only surprise, and to me, this is this is more impressive. Dustin's label presented with him uh, presented him with a plaque honoring the fact that his music 
has been streamed online more than one billion times. What? And that song we just played, uh, Small Town Boy, has been downloaded 119 million times. If you're a fan of Carrie Underwood and have Snapchat, log in right now because there is a glittery tears cry pretty filter. No word on how long the filter will be up for, so you might want to get on that. And you also need to check out the new Chainsmokers and Kelsey Ballerini collaboration. It's called That Feeling. It dropped yesterday. It's getting great reviews. I love it. They just released a lyric video, and you can watch that at KNCIFM.com. Pop-up shows are becoming a big thing with country artists. Now, Blake Shelton will be doing one at Billy Bob's Texas in Fort Worth. The last time he played there was 20 years ago. He had a mullet. So on Monday, he announced it via Twitter. The show is tomorrow night, and it's free. Dan and Shay just did a pop-up show in San Diego. And the Stand Up for Heroes show at Madison Square Garden in New York, this year's version, where all the money raised goes to veterans, service members, and their families. They have multiple artists, and Eric Church is doing a very cool thing. You can go meet him and hang out for his sound check, be his special guest. One winner and a guest. And the way you do it, you go to his website, and then they'll ask for a $10 donation for the Stand Up for Heroes. And here's the add-on. After you're done with Eric's sound check and meeting him and hanging out, You'll be there for Bruce Springsteen's sound check. What? Whoa. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I know how much you love both of those artists, Pat. <laughs> You're a Springsteen fan from way back. Yeah. Have you have you entered yet? Have you registered? It's, it's, uh, here's what happens, right? Cody, when are you going on vacation to go to England? In October, late October. Into early November, right? Yes. Yep. Aww. And just my boss That's will okay, let people have off I'm going to stream time. the show live when it happens. <laughs> well, I'm going to make a donation, <laughs> too. Yeah. Did you have a nickname growing up? Was it a cool one or the other kind? Carly Pierce opens the show tomorrow night in Wheatland for Rascal Flats and Dan and Shay. And I was reading an interview with her recently, and she was talking about how in junior high school, because she's absolutely knocked, knocked down gorgeous now, dropped oh, dead yeah. gorgeous. But in, high, in junior high school, she said she was very awkward and much taller and bigger than the other kids that she was going to school with. So her nickname was Shrek. Aww. And she hated it. Well, yeah. She, she hated it and kind of has motivated her throughout her life to, you know, present her best self at all at all times. So, I mean, it's difficult, especially when you're growing up. you got to watch what you say to, especially, I don't know, I'm going to say kids circa 9 to 12, 13 because that stuff sticks, and it can hurt. Yeah. And later in life, it drives you one way or another. Absolutely. Did, Pat, did you have a nickname growing up that you didn't like? That uh... Yeah, but I, I think we'll get to that in a second because Cody had one. What was yours? Mine was Code Man, which I didn't mind, um, even though it was more like male-driven. But that was from the guy that was a character on Step by Step. That show that was popular in the 90s. Okay. So really doofed to see, you know, comedic relief guy. His name was Cody, so they called him Code Man. So, so you're not a too man. bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when I was, I think, 12 or 13, I was tall and very skinny. Shocker. <laughs> and so a kid in our neighborhood nicknamed me Slinky. And so, <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> he would sing the jingle to me, right? <laughs> well, that makes it so, even better. So I remember specifically playing baseball, and I was pitching, and he was on second base, and he kept leading off and going, hey, Slinky. And I in the ball, I put the ball in my mitt, and I flipped him off, <laughs> right? And then we ended up winning the game. But the bottom line was my friend Kevin. It wasn't until my friend Kevin said, it's kind of funny. Just embrace it. And I did. That's kind of cute, actually. And as soon as I did, it just all that like bad stuff just went away, which yeah. I think hopefully this is a lesson for everybody since I had to go through it. Like if you just if somebody wants to argue with you or call you a name, just go. Yeah, 
agree with it and move on, and they'll go, hmm, okay, I'll go pick on somebody else. And it's not just young people. I never had uh, any kind of nickname until I was working here for several years, and this was just a few years ago. There was a guy who worked at the sports station across the hall who decided one day that I looked like Ellen DeGeneres. And so what? for the next freaking six months, every time he or any of his cohorts saw me in the hallway, it was, hey, Ellen, what's up, Ellen? And it was funny for about the first two months, but after that... <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> Coming up with Pat. Coming up with Code Man, Ellen, and Slinky. <laughs> what country artist has the nickname of Toad? What do you think? Um, I'm trying to think of somebody that looks like a Toad. Uh, yeah, uh, Jason Aldean. Maybe? Yeah, that's a good guess. No. Blake Shelton. Oh. Given to him by his mother because when he was a kid, he had an obsession with frogs. And he thought it was cool that he could go out and play and bring frogs home. And they were they were always toads. They weren't, so she <laughs> called him toad. Eric Church is called chief because of? Uh, was it his grandfather chief of police or something? His, no. His, was, you're right. It was his grandfather. But his grandfather would come see him play. And with his sunglasses on and his ball cap pulled down, he said, you look like the chief guy in charge up there. Ah. And so the nickname stuck. Okay. Shania Twain is called Woody. Her nickname is Woody. Why? Given to her by her ex-husband, Robert Mutt Lang, because he said her hairstyles reminded him of Woody Woodpecker, the cartoon character. The more Aww. I find out about Robert Mutt Lang, <laughs> you're like, wow, a jack wagon. Yeah. We started on this because Carly Pierce, who's opening the Rascal Flat show tomorrow night up in Wheatland, said in junior high she was taller than everybody else and her nickname was Shrek and she hated it. Did you have a nickname that you weren't crazy about? We're asking on Facebook. Sherry Harlow, my maiden name was Rotowitz, so the kids at school called me Rotorooter. Which I didn't think was that bad, but... No, not really. She didn't like it because of what, you know, Rotorooter does. They clean drains. Um, Michael Smalley, who's about nine feet tall, his nickname was Sasquatch. Great guy. And speaking of great guys, I love Dolan's. Dolan says buff because he used to be, you know, buff, B-U-F-F. -F. But now that he's gotten older, it stands for big, ugly, fat... Oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> and he said he didn't find that out until he was sitting down for a job interview and somebody saw his tattoo that said buff guy. And they said, oh, hey. And they told him what buff means now. Oh, no, he has like, a tattoo of it. <laughs> <laughs> now he's a fan of the Buffalo Bills. He yeah. exaggerated that tattoo. New Country 105.1. Here's what's trending. Charlotte's legendary lobster pound in Maine currently offers its lobsters steamed or boiled, but the owner is hoping you'll enjoy them baked out of their skulls. Yep, Charlotte Gill is experimenting with getting lobsters high off of marijuana smoke before killing and cooking them, believing it to be more humane. Gill also happens to be a licensed medical marijuana caregiver and claims the lobsters she's experimented with are much calmer and less aggressive and didn't try to attack the other lobsters in the tank, even though their claws were unbound. If you don't want a high lobster, no worries. They're only going to be available at a guest's request. Wow. I know. <laughs> Producers of Modern Family say in the upcoming season, a, quote, significant character will die. Obviously, they aren't saying who, but they did say the character's passing will affect several subsequent episodes. One of the show's stars, Julie Bowen, who plays Claire Dunphy, told The Hollywood Reporter that they're already filming episode six, and so far no characters have died. And she says she has no idea who it's going to be, only that she hopes it isn't her. Uh -huh. My guess, because they use the word significant and not major... In reference to the character, I'll bet it's Phil's dad. That's my prediction. Aww. I mean, if it's okay. going to be somebody, who in that cast are you going to knock off? It would have to be somebody that's significant, but not necessarily major. Steve Zahn, the neighbor. 
Is he still on the show? I don't know. <laughs> he used to be. He was for a while. Shame. Okay, are you all in on pumpkin spice or kinda, or no. have you had it? Love it. Well, I love this story for the fact that it's simple and that it comes from right here in Sacramento, a Midas shop on 16th Street. Looks like it's about 16th and D. And they've always had funny signs. Big Midas sign, and then underneath, a few months ago, their sign read, Need breaks? Stop if you can. <laughs> okay. Today it reads, Pumpkin Spice Oil Changes are back. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Okay, that's pretty funny. That's funny. If you want to see the story, check out the sign. It's on our website at kncifm.com. Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.